0: KYW original podcasts. It's just a good conversation with somebody that you didn't know you were interested in.
1: I'm Matt Leon, and this is One On One. The funnier ones we get are sometimes we show up very highly on Google for various players, so we'll get like hate mail for Chris Collinsworth, or we'll get hate mail for Troy Aikman. We were the number one result for NFL referees. For a while, we were publishing like this week's hate mail to NFL referees because <laughs> people were thinking that they were emailing the person directly. And our guest this
0: week is Sean Foreman, the president of Sports Reference, and he's actually created BaseballReference.com, a website that I have spent an obscene amount of time on. Lives in Mount Airy. Thanks so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. So you're now at the, the top of this digital enterprise of statistics that... Is I don't know anyone that has any kind of even a passing interest in sports who hasn't gone. What's a day like for you? Like uh, an average day, what are you doing?
1: Uh, I mean, nowadays we have uh, ten full time employees aside from myself, so I spend more time probably talking to them and working with them and deciding you know what things they're going to do than stuff myself. But uh, you know, just yesterday we were working on a, a tool for for. Uh, tracking NBA transactions more carefully and, and making sure we're not missing any. So I had a l- did a little bit of that. Uh, we're also changing over our uh, web servers to a new setup. So doing some of that. So it's it's a wide variety of things day in day out that uh, that I that I get to do each day.
0: So how does this all start? Does this start as a hobby?
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was really just for fun. I um, I was a graduate student in mathematics at the University of Iowa. And I had always been very, very, very interested in uh, fantasy baseball. This was back in the late '90s, so I was, I was the guy at the fantasy draft who had the giant spreadsheet, you know, that he had printed out and was marking things off and stuff. And so I uh, got very interested in trying to find the best prospects in minor league baseball. And so I. Uh, created a website called the Iowa Farm Report that uh, went through and cr- tried to rank players, and I really enjoyed that. And I thought, you know, I have this giant baseball encyclopedia, and this would be a lot better as a website because I could go to Joe DiMaggio's page, and I could click on the, you know, 45 Yankees and go to, a, go to uh, that team page and, and see who his teammates were, see who the league leaders were that year, and so... In 2000, while I should have been doing my PhD dissertation, I was creating the basic site instead, and uh, and really the site's just kind of grown uh, gradually over that time. And so I, I was a professor at Saint Joe's for six years, and uh, after six years, I quit. I got tenure, quit my job, and I started doing the site full time then.
0: We all know how special tenure is. What is it What do the people around you saying when you get tenure and you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this? Yeah,
1: my my wife's an academic as well, and so she's been incredibly supportive uh, of this whole endeavor. And so she – you know, I was making a little bit of money doing it. It wasn't completely insane, and I probably could have started – you know, probably could have quit a few years earlier, but I thought if I leave – and then want to come back? There's no way I'm going to get tenure. So I just kind of stuck it out for six years to get tenure. Took a leave, and then ended up never giving going back. So my my uh, my father-in-law had uh, a couple times had had not gotten tenure at a university that he had been at. So I'm sure he thought I was insane for leaving a tenured position. But it's you know it's definitely worked out over the over the last fourteen years.
0: So when you start doing it, you have the idea that this be a, a great website. Where do you start? Like what what is the ground floor of baseballreference.com?
1: Well when I first started the site it was really just player pages and team pages. And so it was all just full season stats. We um we didn't update daily, we just updated at the end of the year. So it was like a new book coming out at the end of the year. Um, and so we just kind of started with the player page and the team page and the league page. And built from there. So it was, um, you know, really I, I can't stress how much it's just been like every day just adding something new, adding a new feature, working on a new way of doing things, and just building that up over those 20 years uh, of, of effort. So um, really it was starting with the players. And then one of the big changes that we had was there's a group in um, headed by a gentleman in Delaware, uh, Dave Smith, a uh, uh, former professor at the University of Delaware called Retrosheet and their their goal in life uh that's an actual charitable donate charitable organization their goal is to uh, acquire every play by play account play by play account for every game in major league history and they make it freely available to anyone who wants to use it so we once we started incorporating some of those tools, we were able to have box scores for for um, a vast majority of games in in, in major league history. Player game log splits, you know all that kind of stuff, and that—that's kind of the secondary phase of what we had on the site.
0: So for someone who is relatively computer illiterate, past what I need to do for work and, and surfing the mm-hmm. web, you decide. You mentioned Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. I'm going to enter Joe DiMaggio stats. Like, do you have a the framework that you just? Punching the numbers manually. I'm talking at the beginning, right? Right.
1: Yeah. No. It, so we um, there's actually we did not have to do a lot of data entry. There there was um there was a book called Total Baseball that had that was one of these big encyclopedias that had a CD ROM in it, and so uh, another gentleman uh, named Sean Laman, which has created a lot of confusion over the years, but he uh, took that CD ROM and actually generated a database out of it. And so that had all the basic stats already in it. That's what we used to then build the initial pages. And so uh, since then, we've started working with the creators of Total Baseball, Pete Palmer, Gary Gillette, uh, and actually use their data, pay them for their data instead. But initially, it was just using this publicly available database to build the stats. And so we would have to add things like maybe I filled in all the MVP awards, you know, in history or – you know, things managers maybe things like that, but generally the the initial player stats were already available publicly.
0: When when you first start with this, how much time do you think you're dedicating to it?
1: <laughs> uh, I, there were a lot of nights and weekends where I was, uh, um, you know, uh, my wife has asked me why I'm not coming to bed, and it's like eleven thirty at night, and I'm, you know, oh, I got to get this feature done or something like that. So I, I. um you know it, it was it was a lot of nights and weekends, and you know I mean the nice thing was since we were updating only at the end of the year, there really wasn 't any pressure to like add new stuff throughout the you know throughout the school year when I was teaching, so I could kind of wait for the summer to add new stuff um, when I started doing it full time obviously it, i you know the amount of time I was able to spend went up because I was doing it because um, I was working it was my job. Um, but I probably was able to cut back a lot on nights and weekends. But there are still times where you know I get an idea for some. We're kind of we're trying to think about how we can make our mobile site a little more user friendly in terms of like scrolling because uh, we have big tables of stats. And so sometimes I'll get you know working on that and I'll f- look up and it's like one a.m. in the morning because I've you know I've just got to try this next idea to see if it'll work. And so it's it's always I love doing it and I, you know I'm fortunate that I get to do it for my job.
0: When was the moment that you first realized that this was going to be a thing, as far as public acceptance, love of it, use of it? Do you right. is there a moment burned well, in your memory? Yeah,
1: yeah. There, there's there, there's a couple. I um my um so when I started it, I kind of thought, oh, it'd be a fun thing to have. It'd be something I'd do for fun. I but I was going to be a college professor. There there was somebody I was working with thought, oh, this is going to be a huge deal. This is really and I kind of pushed him off we within about a year or so we got a mention in sports illustrated that uh, that actually we were on like an old hosted server with a bunch of other people and so we didn't have a lot of resources on the on the web server and it actually took the web server down like they shut us down like after this article appeared in sports illustrated cuz we were getting so much traffic um and so you know, when that happened, I decided to move it over to a more dedicated – to a dedicated server so we had more resources. We were actually down I think for maybe a three weeks or a month or something like that. Um, so that was a big deal and just kind of hearing people – um, you know, there was – we did a redesign a couple years – three, four years ago and the uh, first day of spring training, we rolled it out like the day before spring uh, spring training game started. First day of spring training games, we're watching the game uh, on our TV at lunch and uh, Keith Hernandez is just killing us for uh, the redesign. They're like I can't find anything and I can't – you know, what are they thinking? Why are they doing this? And, and I – I uh yeah and he eventually I, what I found out later is he was working on a book about you know he was working on his book at that time, and so it was really dis- you know it was he had been doing a lot of work and now he couldn't find stuff, and I, I was able to talk to him later and, and and he he's a huge fan of the site, and, and so it's uh, you know when you hear people mentioning it in the industry, you know you you, you you realize that it's valuable, and people are using it, and it's important to their, to their, uh, to their work and to their lives.
0: How much time do you spend just perusing the site? I don't mean quality control. Right. I just mean for fun.
1: Um I you know I'm preparing for my uh fantasy draft uh, so I'm on the site looking up players who maybe I don't know very well or um you know st- and I, so I'm on the site very regularly. We now have seven sites so I've uh become a pretty big Sixers fan over the last uh 4 to 5 years so there were lots of nights when Joel Embiid was just getting started where we'd look up you know who's the last rookie to have done you know what he did in in their first thirty games or something like that. So, yeah, we're on, we're on the side all, all the all the time, and that probably helps the quality in that all of us are big sports fans, and so you know a lot of what we do is just oh hey it would be really cool if i could you know if i could see um you know what formation so we're doing soccer now what formation the team has used each match this season and so we add that into a table so we can see that or or i can see who's passed you know to which player the most and things like that so you know a lot of what we have on the site is just stuff that we questions we've had and we've wanted to answer and we also we get Dozens and dozens of emails a day from users, and we answer all of those. And so we try to compile any good ideas that we get from that as well. So a lot lot of what we do is just based on the questions we have or the questions users send us.
0: When you say, you mentioned the emails, what's the, the breakdown between complaints glowing, how much they love it, and ideas for what they'd like to see?
1: Um, I would say it's probably – like corrections. Um, We have a very exhaustive minor league site, but it doesn't have a lot of biographical information. So we get a lot of nephews and nieces, sons, grandsons sending us information about their relative who played minor league baseball in the 1950s, which probably they only care about, but we want to have it accurate. So we, you know, we'll enter enter those things. Um, You know, we get... You know, regularly get, you know, very nice emails from people who, uh, you know, who say they've enjoyed, you know, this or that on the site or found something that they, you know, that they didn't think they'd be able to find. Um, yeah, We get our share of complaints. It's uh, – a lot of it's around, you know, advertising on the site, you know, maybe not uh, – making the site harder to use, stuff like that. But it's – the funnier ones we get are sometimes we show up very highly on Google for various players. So we'll get like hate mail for Chris Collinsworth or we'll get hate mail for Troy Aikman. Um, For a while, we were the number one result for NFL referees. And so we – you know, for a while, we were publishing like this week's hate mail to NFL referees (laughs) because people were thinking that they were emailing the person directly. So – um, yeah, it's 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 a wide variety of stuff that we get.
0: Now you mentioned seven sites, so it starts with baseball. How does the how does the tree grow from there?
1: Right. So baseball, uh, we started baseball in February of two thousand, uh, December of two thousand. Friend of mine, Doug Drennan, started uh, Pro Football Reference, uh, which is our our uh, NFL site. Uh, I believe in two thousand three or four, Basketball Reference was started by a gentleman named Justin Kabatko, um, and so. Uh, the three of us then formed a company in 2000 – late 2007 um, and, and kind of grouped – all came together as a sing, under a single uh, uh, entity. And then uh, from there, like hockey in 2000 – I believe 2008, college sites in you know, like 8 and 10 I think. And then our soccer site um, just launched two summers ago. So in 2018. Uh,
0: What's are there other ideas or what can we expect in the next couple of years?
1: I, I so we I think for us, we generally think that uh team sites do better uh, team sports sites do better than uh than uh individual site individual sports just because people like to argue about who should I trade who should my team trade for? You know, we need to get this bum out of the bullpen, we need to reuse this guy instead. Um so I think right now we have no we have no plans to add any additional sites. The soccer world is so massive and so huge. I mean there there are more there are more clubs playing professional soccer than there are pl- people who have ever played Major League Baseball in history. And so it's a huge world. Uh, so right now that's kind of the biggest thing we're we're working on. Uh, beyond that, we're talking we're at we're adding um, a new section to our sites called Stathead, which is going to be. Um, a really place where you can it's a subscription feature where you can get very in depth information about what's happened and things like you know we, we'll have every NBA play f- um, from 1995 on that's searchable through that so you can find all the times you know that there was an alley oop between Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan and you know just just really esoteric stuff like that um, that that people want to know or you might be researching for an article or or a, you know or, or a game or something like that
0: has. All of these sites you mentioned became a Sixers fan four or five years ago, have they allowed you to uh, kind of mine fan things that maybe you didn't know you were interested in, stuff like that? Um, or built up an interest that maybe... Yeah. Ten years ago, you were it was minimal at best.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I I was not at all a soccer fan. Um, you know, eight years ago, I had zero interest in club soccer. I maybe watched the World Cup, you know, and maybe one or two matches when it was on. Um, and so I, you know, like eight years ago, I said, "Well, we should start a soccer site." So I just started watching it and. Um, and now I'm a pretty pretty big uh European soccer fan and watch a, watch a lot of matches uh on a regular basis. So um so that's something that you know I had no knowledge of before that I've become much more aware of. Um it's um I mean I'll admit sometimes you get a little bit jaded about some of the things. Uh you know, there are um, uh, you know, Derek Jeter just got uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, and and uh, he's a great player, I Hall of Famer all the way. But his defense was terrible, <laughs> and so uh, you get uh, you know you get you see him getting Gold Gloves, and you just kind of shake your head and like you know what are we doing here and stuff. And and uh, you know there there are things like that that you know we probably look at the game a little bit differently than uh, than I did as a fan, you know, growing up.
0: Without giving away any state secrets or anything, do you, can you give us some context of? how far the reach of the sports reference sites has gotten?
1: Um, so last year uh we we did over a billion page views uh and probably twenty million people were on the site over the course of the year. Um yeah it's uh you know we're used all over the world. Our basketball site is uh probably um the number two or three site in Australia for basketball. Uh, baseball, you know, we reach the Dominican Republic and Japan. Um, and and so yeah, the sites are you know continuing to grow, continuing to uh, to gain users. So it's um, you know it's it's we're adding new new staff this year. Um, so we're yeah we're we're hoping to, that we can we really see our mission as answering whatever questions users have. So as long as people continue to have questions, um, you know we hope that that they'll continue to look for us to to answer them for them.
0: Has the growth always been comfortable for you or have there been points when you start to feel like it's this is getting too big? It's getting away oh. from me. Uh, uh,
1: no, not really. I, um, I you know, I, I like to think that. Um, so yeah, I was a college professor. Didn't have much of a business background. My parents were school teachers and and worked at a hospital, and so there wasn't a lot of business. Um, background in our house. I like to think that the site has grown at a pace where I've been able to like grow my management skills and my understanding of how, how to manage the business and how to work with other people uh at a at a similar rate. So I'm I've never wanted to take uh like venture capital into like You know, really goose the growth. So maybe we, you know, double in size each year for five years. I'm, I'm much, you know, I I kind of view it as building something, you know, kind of strong and lasting, and and on a strong foundation. Uh, And so that's really the approach that I've that um, you know that I've tried to take over time, and that we're continuing to take.
0: Now, you guys used to have sponsors for player pages, and like any, I could sponsor Luis Aguayo's page if it was available. Do you have any stories? I would imagine you would get some wild requests Uh, for sponsorships or some really
1: cool connections that are made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used to, yeah. So before we, uh, when we first started the site, we uh, did not have advertising. And so originally I started with kind of a NPR type model where just send us money if you like the site. Um, and that worked for a while, and then uh, I had the idea of well, you know, like baseball cards, people could collect pages on the site and sponsor it. Maybe put a message on there, and it was it was exclusive. So once you sponsored the page, it was your page, uh, and we based it on basically how popular the player page was. Um, and so yeah, we um, there been there were several. Um, uh, there were several articles written about the sponsorships and stuff. I think uh, Salon had one called "The Hall of Love" or something like that, just highlighting different different uh, sponsorships. Uh, I ones that I remember. Um, there were a lot of them, uh, just kind of very touching ones where people would like sponsor them in honor of their father who took them to a game, and maybe it was the pitcher who started the mm-hmm. game that you know that that first game they went to. I remember one where a uh, husband and wife sponsored a page because Brad, I think it was Brad Radke, pitched uh, the game that first date. They went to a Twins game and Brad Radke was a pitcher. So there were a lot of those. There were a fair number of like, uh, often Red Sox fans or Yankees fans would want to sponsor the opposite team and put a derogatory comment on there. So we had to, we had a policy where we had to, had to block a few of those and refund their money. But, um, but yeah, in general, people were um, you know people were uh, had, had a very positive view and and wanted to support the site and also you know it was a nice it was a nice thing where they could you know they could uh, put a message on a player who was who was important to them.
0: About how many sponsors at peak? Do you were uh, a ballpark of yeah, how many pages? I, I mean, were sponsored? I, I think
1: we were probably doing. Um, I want to say we had a thousand maybe sponsors at, at peak. There were like fifteen thousand ballplayers. Um, a lot of. I mean, just going through the site, you realize like just how many um, players we don't remember at all because maybe they played two seasons in 1926 through 28 or something like that. Um, so those players generally weren't sponsored. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of the the um, current players were sponsored and and, uh, and, um, and had people uh, paying to to sponsor the pages.
0: So now is revenue all ad driven?
1: So it's primarily ad driven. We uh, we do have banner ads on the site. Um, we um, we're trying. The, so I mentioned the stat head feature. That's going to be a subscription feature, and so we would like to. I would like to move to more of a subscription uh, model if if possible but maybe keep the um, you know definitely keep the basic site free um, but some of the more advanced features um, perhaps charge a you know a small monthly fee uh, for those i just because I think it aligns us a little better with what our users want and, and we're serving the user directly rather than than uh, being an ad supported model.
0: you mentioned that great Keith Hernandez story earlier. do you have any other? Stories that come to mind when you think about uh, players that referenced or found out who you were and started to talk to you about it.
1: Uh, I know, uh, I, I know. Joey Votto credited us for helping him get out of a slump one time because he um, he had been checking on, um, he had been looking at our site and he saw. Oh, even Ted Williams had a you know a stretch where he had only two fifty or something like that, and it kind of helped him keep in mind that you know he just needed to keep working and and so he name I remember him name checking us during like a press conference after. A game game. Um you know, I've gotten to uh, you know I've been invited to the Sixers practice facility a couple times. I've gotten to meet people at the Phillies, uh people with the Eagles. Um so yeah, it, it's not um, it's not something I expected to have happen when I when I first started the site. We um you know we're we're we are a statistics site and I think there's often a um, a perception that, well, we're going to be dull and boring and encyclopedic, but we try to do a few things uh, kind of more interesting uh, along those lines as well. For instance, there was a, a Deadspin for a while uh, back was doing a bit where every month they would put Oda B. McDowell's water uh, bills <laughs> Bill on on, the, on their website. So if you go to Oda B. McDowell's page, we've actually compiled those into a table <laughs> on his page so you can see those uh, uh, on, on the site. We, um yeah, you know, Derek Jeter was lead was listed as like the eighth greatest leader in the world, so we added that to his leaderboard section. Uh we we credit JT Snow with being the only player to ever save a toddler during a World Series game and and uh <laughs> you know, we we like to have a little small touches like that throughout the site that kind of show that we uh you know, we're interested in the game, we have a we have a sense of humor and 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 we you know, we we want the we want our audience to be entertained a little bit as well as you know, informed.
0: Does uh, – when you get a compliment about those little things like that, does that mean more than somebody to oh, compliment the, sign, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. whole site? No.
1: I mean the, the worst part of the, the worst part about that is you know we put it on the site and it's like I, I'm just you know – I'm waiting for somebody to notice it and like mention it on Twitter or email us about it because I really don't want to like – I don't want to brag about it right. because that wouldn't mean the same thing <laughs> as if someone just noticed it. So we had one this past uh, – so Marvin Miller was just inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, and so on his, we have a page for every Hall of Famer. So on his page, we actually, um, we were talking in the office and his page just had like his name, his birthday, you know, inducted in 2020. Uh, and somebody said, "Oh, we should we should put that he was five and zero for a career record because he won every lockout and strike that uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually added a table with the year and and whether it was a lockout or a strike, and then a W or, a, or an L uh, next to that. And so somebody just noticed that you know last week that we had done that. So it's it's um, yeah, it's it's." it's fun it's more much more fun. I'm always waiting hoping that someone's going to notice it, so I don't have to sit on it for as for as long as i do otherwise but um but yeah it's it's um you know we have a few other things planned uh, along those lines as well.
0: Could you have imagined this you know you talk about it, you go to the sixers yeah. facility stuff like that you know when you're looking through that that first baseball encyclopedia and thinking, this really should be a website
1: uh no definitely not i i mean there was um you know part of it was was timing i was you know i was in graduate school uh, at the time when the internet was just taking off so i actually had pretty good internet connect- connectivity compared to most of the population so you know that was a big part of it i had a lot of i had more free time cuz i was still in school at that time um you know so it's i, I you know i've just been very fortunate at every step of the way um to to be able to do what you know what i've done and and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's certainly not. I didn't set out to do this, and and uh, I, friend and I, joked that if you know if we'd started the site, we have, he has a similar site uh, to mine. Um, we joked that if we'd done it two years earlier, uh, like launched it in 1998, we'd be Mark Cuban right now. But <laughs> I, I don't know if that's that's probably not the case. But I I know, um, yeah, I do feel lucky to just to be where we're at at this point.
0: And what is your favorite part of your position? in life now as far as the – because you, ha, you guys kind of own a little corner of – I don't know if Americana is the right word, but you're really important to a lot of people. What's right. your favorite part of, of that?
1: Um, I mean, I, I really enjoy the people I work with every day. We've got a really good group of people. Um, you know, I, I, I really think it's just, you know, I get to – Almost every day I get to come in and think about some new piece of something and how we're going to make it better and how we're going to improve it or just some entirely new feature that we're going to do. And just kind of you know, I, I like the challenge of being able to piece that together and figure that out and kind of unpeel it and, and figure out where the where the edges are so that we can open it up and add something uh, to the site. And so that I, I feel lucky that I get to do, you know, something that changes like that every day and, and is and is interesting in that way. So yeah, that's I, I would say, you know, that and being able to work with the with the people I work with are probably the two main things. Sean Foreman, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you.
0: That's it for this week's show. One on One is an original sports podcast from KYW News Radio. If you like this show and want to help us out, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And you can help more people find out about the podcast by finding the show on Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating and a review. You can follow the show on Twitter at One on One Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Leon 1060. Want to thank Sean Foreman for joining us this week. You can follow Sean Foreman on Twitter at Sean underscore Foreman my name is Matt Leon come back next week for another good conversation with someone you should know more about